0: coaches, welcome back. This is Coach Parker with Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you get a second, please subscribe. Podcast is up next. And remember, play for fun and winning is funner. Thanks again. Hey, coaches, Coach Parker with org. How are you guys doing today? Today we've got, uh, let's see, part four in our series on how to choose a youth football offense. And today we're going to start out with the I-Formation uh, Offset Eye and my version of the Offset Eye, Power Eye kind of combination, which is kind of an offset eye with uh, two blocking backs instead of one. And they kind of move to the hole. So we'll talk about these three formations sort of as an I-Formation uh, and go through that. But uh, the main I-Formation is is really Uh, A three-back formation, vertically aligned. You got a quarterback, fullback, tailback, and then I play a wing. A lot of people will split that other back uh, that's not in the backfield out as a wide receiver, but I use him as a wing and run a lot of offset. I wing, I formation, and also, like I said, is this double power back offset I thing. So. The strength of the eye has always been downhill running uh, along with play action passing. And it's also the strength of it is basically you're just handing the ball off to your backs uh, for quick dives. It's very simple to do and set up plays all down the line through every hole. So uh, I teach hole numbering and back numbering using uh, offset eye or eye formation. The weakness of it is that your tailback, back, your main back, uh, needs to be really good to make this offense shine, and he also needs to be pretty durable, because uh, he's the you know he's going to get the ball probably seventy percent of the time, or maybe even more. So he needs to be uh, quick, and he also needs to be tough. So uh, that's the thing about that. I've had a tough back, a really fast back, and then we had to do more kind of wing teak kind of stuff. Uh, with the fullback and wings. But if you're in this true eye or this true offset eye or this true uh, kind of my power wing, or excuse me, the my power eye kind of variation here, uh, you really need a really strong tailback. Uh, like I said before in the, in the last uh, episode, uh, the eye formation scores... Uh, a 33, 32, and that's kind of where all these variations uh, line up. And you can also kind of talk about split backs in that formation too, because that's horizontal versus a vertical. So uh, it's very simple. Uh, you can probably start out at 5U running these formations. Uh, really kind of recommend it, maybe 6 or 7U, but uh, definitely I formation there. Uh, The main, you know, John McKay really kind of popularized the I formation in the 60s with USC. There's a ton of information out there, but let's go uh, back uh, and talk about kind of the uh, metrics and variables of the I formation uh, variations. Snap, uh, under center. Blocking, uh, simple jaw God, gold works fine. You can do some split blocking if you want to get fancy. Pulling, you can do that, but don't need to do that. I overload it a lot, so uh, why not? Uh, It is both power and speed. You can do pitches, uh, tosses, and get to the outside. Uh, You know, the old uh, Green Bay Packer kind of toss sweep kind of thing. Great from here. Uh, forms, motion shifts. You can do it if you want to. We run motion with the wing every now and then don't have to do that at younger ages passing. Uh, it can be minimal and you can actually put in a lot. So, uh, you know, for younger ages, you don't have to have very much older ages. You can do a lot. O lineman size. I, I like my old lineman to be a little bit bigger, but definitely Technically sound, so it doesn't matter your size, your O line, as long as your O linemen uh, are good blockers. Uh, quarterback skills, he's pretty low. He's he's like you know a manager. He's handing the ball off. We don't really need him to pass that much. So he's usually maybe my third or fourth best running back uh, becomes my quarterback. Uh, you really don't want to waste. Your top running back at quarterback and an eye kind of variation there. It's just not worth it. Your running backs, like I said, you need this top tailback, and it really helps uh, if you have a great fullback to go along with that. Um, That's really great. And if you're lucky, if you got another wingback, that's awesome. Team speed, the tailback needs to be one of the top five fastest kids in your league for your age group. That would really help. Uh, you can't really put a slow back in, in this uh eye formation because he has to do a lot uh I'd say the beast kind of gives you better and the single wing better options there uh backs ball skills handoff in the eye I would say uh yeah those need to they're pretty easy but they can get more sophisticated but really you're just kind of handing the ball off to a to a to a back that's hitting the hole so not too bad. Uh, time to install. It's really quick because I can do a two, four, six, eight dive. You know, eight on a pitch or even a, a long handoff there. Uh, the same way to the other side. So that's really easy to hit every hole, and it's not that hard to teach. You just get your quarterback steps in. Age and a team experience. I would say, like I said earlier, all ages could learn these variations. Uh, Available playbooks on the eye and its variations, there's tons. There's just absolutely a ton of uh, material uh, on the eye formation. So like I said, uh, I think that the uh, split back, similar to the eye, is sort of the same, especially if you're not running option uh, with split backs. The uh, offset eye and then my variation uh, of the eye with two blocking backs that I call Pi, which is an I and Power I variation, uh, those all score really low, which is good, meaning that that's good for younger ages. Uh, they're, they're right in the 32-33 kind of, uh, of, of scoring on my sheet here. So I recommend it for younger uh, teams. It's very easy to coach, very easy to learn. Like I said, I use it to teach. Uh, holds and numbering, and almost every high school uh, in the U.S. has some form of the I formation as a as a base package. So if you're teaching this, everybody uses it or has used it in the past, and so it 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 holds over if you're worrying about you know uh, what's going to work at the high school level. Uh, You know, one of the base plays that I want out of this, you know, people ask what I run this uh, off tackle dive like a 26 lead and then I'll put the wing bash wing back in motion works out great. Uh, So. So, yeah, that's the uh, I uh, in the uh, split backs because they're kind of the same. You know, the the difference for me on the split backs and I won't talk about split backs too much because we use split backs when we have we don't really have a fullback. Kind back, we have another tailback. So then we just set up two backs. And so there's, you try to get them to block, but usually these two tailbacks don't like to block for each other. So that's how I move into a splitback situation. Uh, we don't run any type of veer option out of the splitbacks. It's basically, we run a lot of eye plays. Wing T plays out of the split back formation, and we're running downhill. So nothing too fancy there. So I'm not really going to go too much into split backs other uh, than that, that they're horizontal versus vertical. And we make the choice over. uh, We've got kind of a tailback and maybe a hybrid, but not a true fullback. Uh, And so there's that. Okay, so let's move on to kind of a next, uh, uh, since we kind of talked about the eye variations there, uh, let's talk about the wishbone. So the wishbone is a nice formation uh, for youth football, too. It's definitely power running. You've got four backs of the backfield now, so the intricacy has kind of bumped up a little bit, Um, and it still scores low, but it scores instead of a 32, it's like a 35, 36, 37 uh, in my scoring range there. However, you want to kind of look at the sophistication of what you're trying to do with the backs. Now, for youth football, we're definitely not running option again. That's that's not what we're going to do. We're, we're handing the ball off and going down power. There's some tosses. If we run kind of option plays, it's going to be a call, like a call handoff. Call pitch toss or the quarterback's running. Mm. Like I said before, the strength of the wishbone—it's a power running offense. Uh, you've got all those blockers in the backfield along with the running back. The weakness is you really need four backs that are pretty mature because they're all going in different—you uh, know, different directions—and the quarterback has to have pretty good footwork. And this is the difference between excuse me, the eye and the split backs, you know, the sophistication level now comes up because you've got four backs, uh, three running backs now in the backfield. And so uh, they've got to get all their lanes right where they're going or where they running into each other. So that kind of goes up. Uh, the wishbone's pretty big from the 1950s. University of Texas, Oklahoma was running it. Uh, so, you, you know, all the, all the guys by age probably... Played on a wishbone or a power-eye team, option team in the 70s and 80s, like most of us did here in Texas. So uh, that's where that grew up out of, uh, Oklahoma and Texas, the wishbone and option. But like I said, for youth under 13 we're not really running option. Don't have a lot of practice time. I ran option high school. You need five days to work on that. Youth teams probably don't have that as a rookie coach or a rec coach. You probably don't have that time, so think about that. Main play with the wishbone again is just an off tackle play. Two leads on a split block, you know, down off tackle works out great. Uh, love that play. Uh, so, you know, and also the the wishbone, and we'll talk about the T in a minute. It's just a modified T. Uh, these two offenses are very very similar, uh, but we'll get into the wishbone here. So the snap. If you're wondering about the variables, it's definitely under center. Blocking, again, is very simple, like the eye, uh, god, gold, split blocks at the hole. Pulling, you can't pull. I don't pull at youth level. I overload a lot. Power speed, it's really all about power if you've got it. Uh, forms, for, uh, are you doing uh, motions and shifts and different formations? Uh, not at the youth level. It's really just you're in the three back thing. Uh, you can send one of the backs into an out motion. If you get older and you're still running it, you can try that. Uh, passing minimal play action if you do it. Usually the tight ends because you've got three backs in the backfield. You could leak some backs, but like I said, that's going to be a minimal kind of thing. Oh, lineman size. You know this is one of the the variables that uh, if you're running the wishbone, you really want bigger. Uh alignment if you can. I definitely like that. Quarterback skills have to be above average because you're doing a lot of movement with all those backs in the backfield. Running backs need to be above average, like I said, need to be more experienced. They've got to stay in their lanes. Team speed. Now, this is where you can kind of get away over the eye if you've got three power backs, you don't have to have the fastest back because you're basically going to run in between the tight ends a lot. So this is where you can kind of get away with that there. Uh, but it always helps to have speed, speed kills. Uh, let's see, team speed overall, it's always good to be average or above. Uh, ball handoffs, like I said, needs to be a, that needs to be all above average for your quarterback and deal with that. Easy to install. It's going to be a little bit harder than the eye and uh, the offset eye and that kind of stuff in the beast because you've got more backs in the backfield and everybody's got to know what they're doing. You can't have a lot of people missing practice. You know, that's the 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 beauty of single back or two back backfields like the single wing and the beast is if that your main back is not missing practice, that's not an issue. And these offenses where you get more backs involved, they can't really miss practice. Uh, time to install, uh, it's a little bit harder. So, you know, you can do some quick dives, uh, but as you start adding some more plays with cross bucks and that kind of stuff, it gets more complicated. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm saying this was really an eight U nine U kind of offense here. I know a lot of people will run it very simplified at lower ages, you know, and if you're a coach that knows it, like, I myself, uh. You can do it, but uh, I would probably do something similar, uh, like the Beast or a Single Wing, but uh, that's up to you guys. Available playbooks, there are tons. They're getting sort of harder to find because the Wishbone is kind of an older offense, but you can search it out on Google, and there's uh, stuff out there. So that is the Wishbone, and like I said, the score of the Wishbone was in the 35. To 40 range, depending on how you scored the backs and and things like that. So uh, that's the wishbone. Uh, Definitely another uh, youth football offense that I recommend. But I don't recommend if you're trying to run option out of it. If you're going to put those option plays in, you're just going to call whatever that quarterback is going to do. Keep, hand off the dive, or do the pitch. So, trying to do the option is not really good at youth football. So, let's go to the T. The T actually, you know, is like the oldest, one of the oldest uh, formations in football from the uh, 1850s, 1860s, 80s, 90s, somewhere in there before the single wing. And it's basically three backs in a horizontal position behind the quarterback. Uh, very similar to the wishbones horizontal, but these guys are all in a line. Wishbone, the fullback is up, and if you're if you go over to my article here, you'll see the actual formation diagrams. Uh, so the, the so that's the difference between the T formation and the wishbone. And I explained that earlier. The wishbone, the fullback is is up, and then there's two backs behind him off his hips. In the T formation, these guys are horizontal in a single line behind the quarterback. About two or three yards back. Uh, it's definitely another four-back power formation, definitely another option kind of thing. Quick heavy dies. Uh, what's the strength of it? It's quick and unpredictable power. You know, you're just hitting the holes really fast. The weaknesses is you've got another four backs on the backfield. And it's kind of unpopular and hard to find. That's the reason I'd wrote written. I've written both the T formation and a wishbone uh ebooks. Uh, because they're hard to find information on those. And so I've written this T-Formation book. Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot of plays over there. You can get my website and see it. But uh, I did a lot of work on that. Uh, like I said, it's pre-single wing, pre-double wing uh, Walter Camp out of Yale, I believe, in 1888. The Bears popularized it in the, uh, the Chicago Bears popularized it in the 40s and added motion to it and uh, Don Farrow out of Missouri uh, did some split tee with some veer blocking out of there, a little history on that. Uh, Off tackle play again is kind of the bread and butter. You've got kind of a blocking back, a kick out with one of the backs. Uh, A lot of folks kind of almost run the tee where it looks like a little diamond with maybe the fullback who's in the middle. Maybe a little bit deeper, uh, but you can play around with all that just depending on what book you're looking at. Uh, let's see. So there's the split T, the full house T there. I mean, there's so many names for this T formation, but you can check out my book. There's a lot of history information in there about the, te- the T the formation along with the, a bunch of plays. Uh, now, like I said, uh, you need four pretty good backs to run this, uh, if you're going to try it. Um, uh, the snap is under center. Blocking is simple again. Pulling can be minimal. Power is definitely power. Formation and shifts, none, but you can add that, like the Chicago Bears stuff, which is in my uh ebook. Passing is going to be minimal. The tight ends, maybe some backs leaking out or motioning out. Cuba skills need to be above average because you're going to have to hand off and mani- manipulate the ball. Running backs need to be average. Team speeds average. Like I said, you don't need, kind of like the wishbone, you don't need a really fast back uh, if you're not trying to get outside. Uh, So this is another one of those offense. You're just going to run downhill between the tight ends. But it limits your versatility doing that. Uh, Ball skills above average. Easy to install. It is easy to install because you're basically just handing off dives. It's almost like a split backfield you know, handing you can hand off to either one of the halfbacks uh, beside the fullback, so that's easy. Uh, age, I'm kind of saying nine. You really, because you've got so many other backs, but I know a lot of folks have have run this at eight. I know my offensive coordinator, when I got to Colorado from Dallas, uh, he installed the T. Uh, we didn't do so well with it, and that's when we went back to the beast. Uh, I forced that hand in there, and it worked out well. Uh, our backs couldn't get all the the movement, and the quarterback couldn't do that. So uh, 9U is when rec kind of teams, I feel like, kind of snap, and they've got a year under them. So I need to think about that. Available materials and book, like I said, I wrote an ebook. It's got a lot of stuff in it and a lot of research that tells you where to go find more stuff. But it's hard to find if you're trying to run the T formation. There's not many people that are doing it nowadays, so uh, uh, check it out. I run a diamond, which is kind of similar to this, and some wishbone, but uh, as far as T, not too much. But I know a lot of folks uh, have done uh, this uh, uh, formation before at the youth level. Uh, and so I recommend it, but I'm probably running a Wishbone or Diamond versus this, which are so similar. And this scores right in the 35 to 40 range like the Wishbone. So you just need to think about if that's really what you want to try to accomplish. Uh, let's see. I think the last one here uh, is the Power Eye Formation. Uh, I grew up running the Power Eye and Wishbone in high school and youth uh, in middle school. So I'm very familiar with the Power Eye. Uh, Again, at the youth level, uh, we don't run. I I personally don't recommend running the uh, option with this if I can get that out. But uh, it's a great little offense. It's got three backs. Like I said, my pie formation is kind of a hybrid between the offset eye and this. So my fullback and wingback are two power blocking backs that go to the hole. So uh, there's that, and that's in a Power Eye book that I wrote that's over uh, on coachparker.org, so you can check that out. But the Power Eye is you've got an eye formation with the fullback and tailback uh, vertically behind the quarterback, and either in between the fullback and tailback or next to the fullback, there is your other halfback that's lined up there. And so you've got kind of two blocking backs in front of that tailback. uh, And that's what's going on. And then you've got a quarterback. So a lot of option stuff out of this similar to the uh, wishbone, but you can also run some goofy wing T stuff to the other side with the offset back. So there's some interesting things there you can do if you really want to get sophisticated rather than just running downhill, but it's a very good running downhill offense it's definitely power running. You need those four backs, and you really need, to me, you really need You really need the two really good running backs, uh, the fullback and the tailback, if you've got that four people in the backfield, to me. A quarterback can be average. Uh, your fullback can be average, but I like that halfback and tailback to be kind of really good because you can run sweeps and do some kind of crazy stuff there. Uh, again, the off tackle play is kind of the bread and butter. Uh, you got dual blockers that go through the hole there. Tailback hits hits that uh, C gap between uh, the tackle and the tight end. Uh, the snap for the variables. The snap. You're under center here. You're running simple God Gold Jaw kind of stuff again. Pulling, you can pull. Uh, I overload a lot in this also again, especially in my pie formation, which is that hybrid I power I think. Uh formations, motion shifts, uh, not many. You can do that, like with you did putting motion in with the wishbone or the T formation to get the backs out of there. You could easily uh shift the wing back, uh halfback to wing back pretty easily or spread him out, but. If you're trying to keep it simple for younger ages, I wouldn't do that. Passing is minimal again because you got three power backs, uh, or two, and then your tailback running downhill. Lineman is a little bit bigger to average. QB skills to average. Uh, running backs need to be better than average. Team speed—you've got that tailback again. You really want him to be fast. Uh, ball skills. I'm gonna say average to above again. Is it easy to install? Uh, it can be in my hybrid pie, which is in my power I ebook and some in the Powering Beast offense uh playbook. So take a look at that. I mean, you can simplify it a lot, and that's what I've done for you in the pie formation. So take a look at that. Age and team experience, uh if you're running it in the traditional formation, I would say 9U, which scores on the 35 to 40. But if you're running it in my hybrid Pi, you can go down to 6U, probably even to 5U, because you're just basically going to hand off to a tailback with two blocking backs at the line of scrimmage. So available playbooks, there's not a whole lot of materials on the Power I and uh, but that and that's one of the reason I wrote my Power Eye ebook, and so you can check that you can check that out I personally like the Power Eye my first season coaching I installed the Power Eye at 78U they weren't really getting it cuz I was moving the halfbacks around and doing some stuff and that's when I found the uh, Yale single wing beast offense formation uh, and started running that. And it was much simpler for my guys to learn. So there's been both times when I've tried to install a power I and a T formation at eight, nine U, and really went back to the beast to install a much simpler offense for my rec teams. And then we were able the next season, once they got experience, we're unable to were, were able then to install Kind of a double wing, a power eye, you know traditional kind of stuff from there, so you should think about that, so that's really uh looks, we're on twenty five minutes. that's the I guess the end of part four. We went over the eye formation, the wishbone, the T formation, the power eye, uh the split backs real quick, uh and then uh we've kind of talked about my hybrid variation pi, which is between the power eye and I with a tailback and two blocking backs. So that's what we've got so far. Uh, Stay tuned for part five. I should get that hopefully done later this week. I apologize for the delay, but hope you enjoyed the the podcast. This is Coach Parker with CoachParker.org and BeastOffense.com. Hope you guys are having a great day. Remember to play for fun and winning is funner. We will see you guys next time. Ciao. See you guys later. Oh, have a good uh, spring season in 7-on-7 seven seven, or if you're playing tackle. Ciao. Hey, thanks for joining me all the way to the end. That's much appreciated. Hey, if you get a chance, just subscribe to my podcast. That that really helps a lot. And also, you can head over to CoachParker.org, my playbook store, and check out all my playbooks like the Power Wing Beast Offense, the 6-2 Multi-8 Defense, the Wildcat Spread, the Power Eye, the Double Wing, the I-Formation, Wishbone, my Drill Books, my Jaws Blocking Book, uh, my Wolfpack 7-on-7. Got a, got a lot of good stuff over there you can take a look at, and that'll help support me bring more youth football can- content to the youth football coaching community. And as always, remember to play for fun, and winning is funner. Thanks for joining me today. Hope to see you guys next time.